Welcome to University College's podcast, I Do Declare, the podcast that offers unique academic and experiential insights from the people who put the major in exploration. We're back for another episode. Thank you for joining us, and a very special thank you to Dr. Scott Kite, Associate Dean for Student Affairs in the College of Science and Mathematics. Welcome, Scott. Thank you very much, Adam. It's great to be here. Thank you, too, for taking time out of your schedule. So let's get to it. Uh, Considering our audience is exploring majors, it's always helpful to know our guests' educational background. So what disciplines did you earn your degrees in, and what drew you to study those areas? That is a really good question, and and I think that my uh, story of you know how I came sure. to, to do that uh, is not so different from university college students because my first degree was at a community college, so mm-hmm. I didn't have a major for the first two years. I was just a student earning an associate's degree, mm-hmm. um, so I didn't actually declare a major until I transferred to a university as a junior. Interesting. Yeah. So um, so the journey, if you will. Uh, you know, begins for many of us, I think, you know, before you go to college. And I was one of those kids that, you know, always identified with science, you know, okay. it, it seemed like who I kind of was. And and, uh, and it's not just because it's something I liked, because I liked history, I liked art, I, you know, mm-hmm. I liked all those things. But I identified with science, like that seemed like me, that seemed like, you know, like something I would want to do. Mm-hmm. And so, so I went to a community college for two years. And, um, you know, took the the general curriculum basically you, know, sure. you just do the gen ed basically but i you know especially like the science classes um i you know sought out opportunities to be like you know the student worker that you know mixes the chemicals and stuff for the oh, classes here we go okay. yeah so it's kind of experience you know and i did mm-hmm. things and just loved it and and so uh so i always really liked animals and and as many young people that are kind of sciencey oriented that kind of like animals but don't know a lot about careers mm-hmm. you know what do you know you know you get to you're, you're going to be a dairy farmer or you're going to be a veterinarian <laughs> right and, and very few people go to college to be a dairy farmer so you know i want to be a veterinarian and again back to experience while i was working at my community college on my degree mm-hmm. i uh, i got a job with a veterinary clinic mm-hmm. and got experience you know working in the kennel assisting the vets with all sorts of stuff and uh and interestingly enough that kind of experience, and this is going to dovetail into what I want to sure. tell our students, you know, the importance of experience is that's where you learn often what you don't want to do. And so I tried the veterinary thing. And uh, and while I love dogs and cats as much as anybody, at the end of the day, what veterinarians do mm-hmm. isn't something I would want to do for the rest of my life, let's say, you know, spaying, neutering, vaccinating animals. Once the shine, the newness wears off of that, for me at least, it was mm-hmm. like, you know, not, not my thing. But I still like the animals. I still like science. So I declared at the university I transferred to a zoology degree because okay. I like animals. Right. And again, uh, you know, we're, I should have had better advising because somebody <laughs> talking careers with me probably would have been like, you know, there's not, not, you know, we're, we're, let's talk about the job market for you know zoo people, right? There, that's you know. that's so great. Yeah. So uh, so, but you know, I, it was what I was passionate about. It was what I loved. And right. So you know, I did it. Was immersed in it. Loved my degree. Uh, went on to do a master's degree because at that time I was like, well, you know, there's no careers for zoology people (laughs) with bachelor's degrees. Uh, Maybe I would like to be a teacher. I kind of had this idea I would like to be a teacher. So let me go to college, get a master's of arts in teaching Mm -hmm. uh, and be like a high school biology teacher. And that sounded like a cool, that's another, again, one of these, what do you know when you're 18 to to 21, your teachers, you know, I I liked my science teachers. Maybe I want to do that. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, so I, I did. I went to a, a, a master's granting program and, uh, and, and again, through some experience, discovered that really wasn't the thing I wanted to do. And so I just really loved the science, loved the animal side of things. So, so I went up doing a master of science in zoology. Mm-hmm. Um, but that finally gave me that set of experiences that led me to where I'm at today. I really did like research. I really did like higher education um, and specifically working with animals and studying them. So I went to do a PhD and, uh, mm-hmm. and in, in biology, but with a, a concentration in animal science, animal behavior. And here we are. I'm a professor and now a dean, I guess, but uh, yeah. that's, that's the path right there. So you talked about process of exclusion by way of experience. So getting involved on campus, working with you know, the veterinarian sciences, realizing, hey, this is not necessarily for me. But as you went through your programs and your schooling, you were able to winnow down and figure out closer to what it is you wanted to do. And, it, and isn't, that, isn't that the big trick, though? That is. That's the, the biggest piece of advice I would give to the students listening today mm. is, you know, yes, certainly that the major you choose is important. Of course it is. Right. But it's the things you do. Um, and I tell my own students, even in the major. Uh, so so, for example, I'm a biology professor mm-hmm. and and it's one of our more popular majors in the College of right. Science. Lots of biology majors. Um and, and I tell, you know, the students, it's like, you know, what do you want to do next? And, and for a lot of them, it's I want to go to medical school or mm-hmm. I want to be in some kind of health and helping profession or whatever. And and I say, well, you know, you know, you got to have good grades and all those kinds of things. And, you know, it kind of goes without saying to be competitive to do that next thing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people with good grades and a biology degree that are applying for a relatively smaller number of seats in a medical school, for mm-hmm. example. So I always tell them it's experience that that sets you apart. Right. You know what you did and what you can do is what they're going to care about, and and again then I dovetail this piece in about and it also will help you discover if it's really what you want to do as a career. Right, and this is what we talk the analogy of hey I'm buying a new coat, I'm buying a new shirt, you know whatever it is. Typically, we, what do we do? We want to try it on. So this is the advice that students need. Uh, in general. Uh, what kind of students tend to gravitate to the College of Science and Math? That's a good question, and it's it's a very diverse group of students. Um, so I think a lot of people who aren't in the sciences kind of think of us as this, you know, uniform, monolithic, you know, science, <laughs> scientists. Hey. You know, yeah, we wear lab coats and we have you know <laughs> glasses and 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 whatever. Um, but I can tell you, there is a a a chasm of difference between a computer scientist. And someone like me, who's a you know animal scientist, mm-hmm. and and then between those two, between us and say an astrophysicist, uh, just very different kinds of disciplines, different kinds of jobs, different kinds of cultures, different kinds of people are drawn to those things. So, um, so the kinds of people who are, I think your question was people, what kind of people are drawn to, yeah, you know, skill sets, yeah, interests, that yeah, sort of thing. yeah. So I would say people that uh, that are you know, really interested in technology. Mm-hmm. And this is a, you know, kind of an emerging field, right? The last 25 years, sure. you know, there's been this this boom that wasn't there when I would have been in, in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but people who are drawn to technology, who just like, and it could be anything, it could be, you know, like what we're doing today. There's, 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 you know, this side of audio technology cool, and, right? and editing and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and then there's the computer science side of things, you know, writing programs and developing, you know, these methods to, to do amazing things with computational power. You know, like those kinds of students um, are tend to be attracted to our degrees in information technology, uh, mm-hmm. computer science, data science, those kinds of things. 
And then you have other students who are sort of more attracted to health and helping, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, you know, I want to be a healthcare provider of some sort, whether it's a doctor, a physician's assistant, or mm-hmm. just something else. And the thing I would drop you know, on our, on our discussion today for the students listening sure. is if you're interested in healthcare, and again, you know, when I was a young person, I didn't know that for every MD, for every doctor, mm-hmm. there are a hundred other professionals that do stuff that's related to what that doctor's doing, <laughs> right. right? And and so the healthcare industry is a big employer and and mm-hmm. the minority of people employed by it are MDs. Uh, so all these other kinds of, you know, technician kinds mm. of jobs or even, you know, having a science background and working more on the IT or the analytics or or you know that kind of stuff. So so a lot of health and helping people come to STEM. Um, and then you've got other people who, you know, are maybe a little bit more like me, where they're just interested in. I'm getting that sense. Yes. Yeah. Just the natural world. I just I want to do this for the rest of my life. And so, uh, you know, so so we attract a lot of students that just want to be biologists or sure. you know physicists or chemists or whatever. Uh, speaking of chemistry, I, w- mm-hmm. I would add that um, another popular uh, kind of destination, you know, for for students coming into CSAM is students who want to go into the pharmaceutical industry, uh, mm-hmm. drug research and development and those kinds of things. So lots of jobs in that sector as well. Okay. So, uh, Dr. Kite, what do you love as well as find challenging about being an associate dean? Yeah, that's a, that's a really Come good on, question. Come on, let's run the <laughs> Yeah, and that's a good question because I wasn't always an associate dean. So, <clears throat> so I was a professor right. here for 20 years before I moved into my current job. Um, and I would say one of the biggest challenges for me, uh, I'll, I'll give you two challenges, actually. One's mm-hmm. personal and one's more professional. Mm-hmm. The personal challenge was that as a professor, uh, you know, you think about the story I told you, how I wound up doing what I do. Right? I love studying animals. I love teaching. I love doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And as a dean, you don't really do that. You know, you're, you're right. an administrator. You're, you know, to some degree pushing papers around a lot. And you sit at a desk all day. And, and, and so it's a whole different kind of job you know nobody nobody when they're 18 says i want to be a dean you know so (laughs) so there was a bit of an adjustment there right but um but but in terms of the challenges of being an associate dean i would say that um you know my my job i you introduced me i think as the associate dean for student affairs in the in the college of science and math Mm -hmm. that means that anything that involves a student is under my purview in the college so that's from you know recruiting new students to you know ensuring that they're successful when they're here Mm -hmm. Uh, helping them prepare for their next destination, whether it's a job or a professional graduate program, and and anything in between on the academic side, and um, and it's it's one of the things I love about this position is mm-hmm. I'm actually in a position to do something about that. So rather than sitting on the sidelines, okay. you know, and just saying, hey, somebody ought to do X, Y, and Z to help our students, you know, like I'm actually the person who can do that or or right. can be at the table to argue that that should be done. That's very rewarding. The challenging side of it though, is that science, you know, is, is, is a challenging discipline. It's, mm. you know, it's, 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 you, you gotta, you gotta work hard. You, you can't let your guard down uh, in, in most of our majors. And, uh, and so part of my job is to help, <clears throat> excuse me, help students develop the skills to be able to do that. Right. And, and some students, you know, and I, and I'll be honest with our audience, I was one mm-hmm. of them uh, when I was a when I was a freshman. I took my first college chemistry class. I I do not have a grade I'm proud of. <laughs> um, I do not. It's a wonder I ever was let into any science programs after that. But uh, but that's part of it, you know. Like oh my gosh, you know I didn't do well in this class. Mm-hmm. 
So you can walk away and you can go find something else to do. But if it's your thing, you can say, why didn't I do well in this class? And, and what can I do to, to do better? So my job now is to help students connect with those resources. Let's turn this around. Let's help you succeed. Got it. So you know, personal experience, you bring it into the, into the program and help students sort of see what they might need to do. And yeah, it must be interesting to affect change as the dean the associate dean in this case rather than the professorship yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. as a professor your scope is mostly limited to just the students you personally teach mm-hmm. and and now i get to work with you know literally thousands of students uh you know and so that's that's pretty cool so i, I get to <laughs> work with cool. a lot of students yeah that, and that's rewarding so in preparation of our time together obviously i took time to to check out your background so tell us more about your research i mean i know you meant um some of the research focuses around giant water bugs, cockroaches. That, I mean, how did that come about? Yeah, how did that come about? I love it, though. That's a good question. And I can tell you this. I was not one of those kids that like, you know, playing with bugs and <laughs> pinning bugs to things or whatever. <laughs> right. I was not one of those at all. And, and I, if, you had, if we could go back in time and find, you know, 16-year-old Scotty and say, hey, what do you think you're going to be doing, you know, when you're grown up? Uh, the last thing I would have been saying is, oh, I'm going to publish papers on cockroaches or something. You know, that sounds very bizarre. <laughs> so, um, so I would say that, again, let me tie this back to our, you know, theme of, yeah. you know, how important experience is, right? So, so I went to that master's program I was talking about. I, mm-hmm. I, the teaching thing was the K twelve teaching thing was not really going to be my thing, but I did do what's called a master's thesis, and and that involved designing and doing a research project. And it just so happened that, uh, you know, I kind of had this underlying interest in animals. I was interested in animal behavior, and you know, sort of the professor in in that department. It was a kind of a small department. The professor who studied animal behavior happened to study these water bugs you mentioned. And mm-hmm. uh, and so I was kind of looking around for things to, to study and I went to talk to him and and he's like, yeah, I study these water bugs. And, and like, I'm sure most people, I was like, yeah, we're, you know, not something I want to do. But he's like, listen, you know, here's some papers, go read about these, these animals and come back and talk to me if you think there's something you'd want to do. So here's the cool thing about that kind of animal. Mm-hmm. First of all, the dads take care of the young and not the moms, right? Look at so, this. so mom glues her eggs on the back of the dad and the dad carries the eggs till they hatch, right? Wow. So, they're, so they're kind of like a seahorse, right? Everybody kind of knows yeah, seahorses okay. have a pouch and the female puts her eggs in there. People kind of know that. So these water bugs are kind of like that. And, um, and, and so I was interested in that anyway. I was like, what the heck is that? You know, why would the male you know, do it all? Why, why are they different from other insects, right? right. Yeah, so it was kind of that. And then, then at the same time, I had this interest in how animals and humans make decisions, right? How, how do we decide what we, when do we decide to buy a house and, and what mm-hmm. interest rate is right? And, you know, when's it a bad investment? Or should we do something different? So, so my advisor just mentioned offhandedly, this wasn't even in the literature. He just mentioned offhandedly. He's like, yeah, these bugs are kind of weird because, you know, these males like spend literally a day copulating with a female to get all these eggs on their backs. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll reach back and knock their eggs off. And I was like, yeah, that is kind of weird, right? What's up with that? It seems very weird. And, and, and you know, it's, you know, studying life and biology and natural selection, like that's the opposite of what you should be doing with your kids, right? You want to move <laughs> right. genes forward, you know, right. knock them off and, and let them die. So I was like, oh, I'd kind of like study that. So I tried to tie like economics and animal behavior together. And so I, you know, designed some experiments to look at, you know, how how these animals made decisions, you know, does it matter how many eggs you have? Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, uh, you know, that led to a publication, led me going to grad school, and here we are today. So just to, to wrap that up, uh, today, you know, I, I don't just study bugs. Actually, I have a, a PhD student, we're studying uh, birds, you know, mm-hmm. hitting, hitting buildings and how we can mitigate that. And we put little trackers on them and we see how it affects their navigation behavior. Yeah. If you run into a building, what is that? 
you know. <laughs> How does that all play out? Does yeah. it mess up your compass, if you will? Yeah. So that's it. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, and we've all seen that sort of occurrence. Wow. Yeah, it does happen. It happens a lot, uh, right. especially here with all the tall buildings. Right. So, uh, so it's kind of a conservation side to that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these birds are endangered or or or, or in, endangered, becoming endangered, and so forth. So yeah, we want to get a, a feeling for that. This is fascinating stuff, Dr. Kay. Uh, we may have to do a part two. <laughs> I'm being serious. I mean, this is really cool stuff, yeah, and you. it's it's so helpful for, to hear from you and hear about your career trajectory and getting into positions maybe in, you know the associate dean that we didn't we weren't really aware of, but it gives you so much more touch points with students. So again, I thank you for coming in. No, you're very welcome. I'm, I'm pleased to have been asked. Thank you for having me. Cool. Well, that wraps up I Do Declare. We always want to thank the College of the Arts students for their mixing and editing prowess. And as usual, another huge thanks to Annabella Poland, the inimitable GM for WMSC 90.3. We'll see you next time.